0: Old, a Dallas company buying Kansas City's increasingly tarnished Crown Jewel. Does this solve the plaza's big problem? Plus we've snagged the NFL Draft and the World Cup. Now is Kansas City about to become the globe's newest cruise destination? The Kansas City police chief making national news resigns and amid chaos in Congress, look who's stealing the spotlight. And wait, there's more. We knew Beyonce's show would be big, but so big it would literally stop
1: traffic. We walked the freeway. The traffic was horrendous. We walked the interstate to get here.
0: Has Kansas City learned its lesson? No hosting, two big events at the same time. Week in Review is made possible through the generous
2: support of AARP Kansas City, RSM, Dave and Jamie Cummings, Bob and Marlise Gourley, The Courtney S. Turner Charitable Trust. John H. Mize and Bank of America N.A. Co-Trustees. The Restaurant at 1900. And by viewers like you. Thank you.
3: you.
0: Hello and welcome. I'm Nick Haynes and it is glad to have you on board as we take you on a journey through the week's most impactful, confusing and befuddling local news stories, rolling up their sleeves to dissect the week's top local headlines from KSHB TV Channel 41. Dear Wall, by the way, just awarded Regional Emmy this week for Best News Anchor. Congratulations on that. He wins the award for Best Dressed Man in Kansas City Media <laughs> from our Metro's newest paper, newspaper. Next page, Casey Eric Wesson. He first broke the news this week that a Texas company was getting ready to buy the Plaza. He is Mr. City Scene KC, Kevin Collison, and in the Hall of Fame of Kansas City news greats, former TV news anchor, star reporter, and editorial writer Dave Helling. Now, did you know we are currently working on a documentary about the Country Club Plaza as it marks its 100th birthday this year? It's coming out this November, but the storyline is being scrambled this week as a Dallas company swoops in to buy what has often been called Kansas City's crown jewel while That crown has been slightly tarnished over the last few years with an emptying out of retailers and concerns over crime. How does new ownership change things, if at
3: all, Kevin? Uh, It will change a lot if everything I hear about uh, the company that owns what's called the uh, Highland Park Village Shopping Center in Dallas. One caveat, it's not a done deal yet. They have a contract. They're doing their due diligence. You know, things could fall apart, but it does look highly likely. Uh, but, you know, they bring a lot of expertise in running what is almost like a doppelganger of the Country Club Plaza. I was very surprised to learn that this place in Dallas, the Highland uh, Park uh, Village, is uh, 1931, done up in a Spanish faux style, very similar to the plaza. And it's got a lot of high-end retailers. And these guys are actually small smaller retail operators and not gigantic REIT-type firms that have previously been owning the Plaza. We actually just
0: pulled some of that video for you. This is the Highland Park Village in Dallas, which is sort of that similar vibe as the Country Club Plaza, as Kevin points out, including big holiday lights, but with more upscale, luxurious brands. Is that the thought here? We need to make the Plaza more ritzy, more exclusive again. You're always our Texas connection on these things, (laughs) dear.
1: I'm glad y'all are showing Chanel, Valentino, and Tom Ford in the video, right? the, the shopping experience Highland park village Highland park is the wealthiest suburb in Dallas, which is a much larger metro area than Kansas city, right? So the shopping experience totally different. Yes, there are some smaller shops there, great local restaurants, but, um, I I, Chanel, I mean, we could barely keep a Tiffany's on the Plaza. I mean, in the time that I've been here. And so I, I do think retail struggling period. Let's start there. Kevin's right. They have a ton of experience. Highland park village is gorgeous. There are a lot of similarities, but I think we do need to level set a bit in terms of the size, the scope, the scale and what it's going to look like because it's a tough time to have brick and mortar stores in a shopping center period.
0: You know, the mayor said this was the most transformational change potentially in the last 25 years. That's a huge deal, uh, Dave. But currently the Plaza is owned by a combination real estate trust based in uh, California and in Michigan. How does changing it to somebody who is actually from Dallas really make much of a difference well, in your judgment? Well, we'll
2: see. Of course, if it goes through, Dia is right. Retail is under some stress. Every time the the plaza is sold, everybody says, "Oh, this is the answer." You know, these guys are going to come in and fix it, and it becomes very difficult. To do that in an environment where not only is retail under pressure, but entertainment options, which is the other thing that the plaza is known for, uh, are available across the city. If you want to go out to a nice dinner, you don't have to go to the plaza like you might have had to 25 or 30 years ago. So we'll see how it works out. There's one other component that will be a part of this, and that will involve the mayor in, in terms of whatever incentives the city might be able to offer to the
0: plaza. Well, I mentioned, uh, Eric, we're actually doing a documentary around here that's going to premiere in November all about the Country Club Plaza. We're bringing in all of these newsmakers, including Emmanuel Cleaver, who during that documentary says something to the effect of Kansas City, Country Club Plaza needs to lose its tuxedo, make it more accessible. If we're bringing in the <laughs> Chanel's and all of these top rodeo drive style retailers is that the
4: answer you know i believe people have disposable incomes that if they're given the opportunity to shop at some of those high-end stores like uh Dia was talking about i think they'll do it i think they'll come in but you also have to have the element of what are you going to do about crime you know before the show we were talking about a better police presence there Uh, to keep people from taking advantage of it. Because like now, the going trend is snatch and grab and they run in Gucci stores and grab all the purses and those things and run out. I'm assuming uh, folks in Dallas also deal
0: with exactly those same issues, though, do you? No. No. You don't Not think Highland so? Park Village. OK.
1: Now, so that's something else that Eric's absolutely right. You're going to have to navigate that. You definitely have to have an answer for crime.
0: I was really stunned this week when I heard about this Dallas company, mm-hmm. first of all, from you on this story. But I thought the rumor was that it was going to be this local group cobbling together their money to have a local ownership group buy this. What happened?
3: Well, there were a lot of rumors out there. Now, whether there ever really was a local group, I don't know. But, I mean, one big point, though, I want to get back to is these guys from everything we know are going to be able to get it at a price that will allow them to start doing the deferred maintenance that's been building up at the plaza. As you say, it's 100 years old. There's a lot of problems with the buildings. And they're also going to be hopefully be able to lower the rents to bring in not only these national... Luxury brands, which they have relationships with in Texas that they can bring to here But also some of the more unique places and there are successful shopping centers. Can can I just
2: say quickly that? if you want to buy Gucci now, you don't have to go to the plaza to buy Gucci. You, you can just it go online. online.
1: Well, and well, so any well, of those well, things... We well, do. well, yeah, yeah, you you sometimes it. you want to you want to see if the lambskin right. or the leather well, is the better is better option. people
2: do as right. once did. That's, that's the question. We actually have
1: other things
0: on our menu <laughs> on the show this week. We always knew that Beyonce's show this week at Arrowhead would be big, but so big it stops traffic. Massive traffic snarls around Arrowhead Stadium forced a two-hour delay of the car sit with some ticket holders, reportedly abandoning their Uber rides more than a mile from the stadium and running along the side of I-70 to get there.
1: We walked the freeway. The traffic was horrendous. We walk the interstate to get here.
0: So what is the lesson we learned this week from the whole affair? Do we acknowledge we can't hold two of big events at the same time, a concert and a Royals game? We breathe a sigh of relief that may never happen again if the Royals move from the Truman Sports Complex? Or do we do what Mayor Quinton Lucas is now suggesting, Eric, and that is build in mass public transportation and nearby high-density development as part of a stadium redesign?
4: Then you just have the buses sitting on the side of the freeway caught up in the traffic. <laughs> just like everybody else, uh, I think the the Royals game and the concert and just all the people coming there together. I think they probably could have moved the Royals game up another couple of hours. Now, dear, you were actually at the concert. I saw that on
0: social media with your little daughter with you as well. Yes. Uh, did you have to run on the side of the
1: highway to get there? No. Um. I'm still recovering, by okay, the way. Okay. So, right. uh, no, it was incredible. It took us forever. I mean, I go to Arrowhead pretty pretty frequently there's some infrastructure challenges. There were only two entrances that were open to get in. I think the turnaround time I agree with Eric was too short. Um, generally if you're going to a chief's game, they open gates five, six hours in advance so people can get there and tailgate. If you have 50, 60, 70,000 people out to see the greatest entertainer of my generation, then you need a little
4: more yes. time.
0: Tom Jones, though, won't be coming until next year, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. just want to make sure
4: uh, of that. I have to say, go on, please, Eric. How long has it taken them to get 10 blocks on Main Street. In our lifetime, we would never see public transportation as a rail going out to Which is the why state. I
0: added this topic, because it has a lot of ramifications. In fact, our viewers have also reached out to us about this, including Richard in Redbridge, who wrote this week, should we come to expect a similar traffic mess if the royals move downtown? Will we be asking the royals, Kevin, to delay the start of first pitch because fans
3: are still backed up on the highway? Uh, well, here's something that I have noticed I've lived here for 22 years now. I've never seen a city where police, sheriff's deputies, troopers, you name it, don't direct traffic. Talk about I that. have gone to Chiefs games, they have been playing football at Arrowhead for 50 years. They still don't seem to know how to direct traffic out there. You get caught in a traffic jam, you finally get to where you leave the stadium, you see a half a dozen sheriff's deputies sitting around by their cruiser. I would be very curious if there were any cops out directing traffic and if we're gonna do downtown, we need to have a more proactive police department that can direct traffic. Is
0: this gonna be a problem then if if the Royals do indeed decide to move downtown?
1: I say well, go on. the reason why I say no is because you have heavy amounts of public transit and people who live downtown as well, who will be able to walk, take a streetcar, take a bus line. You can move people more easily. There is nothing by the Truman Sports Complex.
0: It's still not guaranteed that the Royals will indeed move downtown, but we do get an interesting bit of new information this week that Jackson County, that the Royals have come to Jackson County leaders, and one of the negotiating aspects of this now is they want a 40-year lease if they were to move downtown. Currently, the stadium leases are 25 years. Does that matter if the tax rate remains the same, so you're not actually paying any more taxes? Should we be happy with that arrangement? No, no,
2: you would be paying taxes for 40 years, not 25 years, and so so the, the, the reason you stretch that out is so you lower the amount needed each year, but you end up paying much more money, in part because interest but over But doesn't 40 that show years. more of a commitment for the royals? Do they want to it, be it, here 40 years? Well... Right. The Chiefs, I think, want 25 years. That's a bit of a bone of contention between the two. But 40 years is a hell of a long commitment, which is why the leases are so important. Let me just say this quickly, Nick. One of the problems with Beyonce is I think you had a lot of people who went to the concert who are not accustomed to going to Arrowhead Stadium and may have left a little bit later than they probably should have. The Chiefs, have been able to stretch their fans out through tailgating and other things so that the crush just before game time is less. The thing with that
1: though, there were a lot of people who flew in, right? Right. We talk about Kansas City. We talk about Kansas City being a city on the rise. Y'all, I love you. Let me just talk directly. (laughs) Everything in this city ain't for us. We need to be an environment where we are welcoming when people come here. We make it easy for you to come and spend your money. Go down to the plaza, catch a Royals game, whether they're downtown or at the complex or go see Well, I don't think Tom is going to be an arrowhead, but you know what I'm saying.
0: He's not going to the arrowhead. You're right. It wasn't big enough. (laughs) Now... As we record this program, a woman beaten to death in a hallway outside her Kansas City apartment is the city's 146th homicide. We're now close to ending the year with the highest number of murders in Kansas City history. Now city leaders are proposing upping police salaries to address 300 vacant positions in the Kansas City Police Department. The Board of Police Commissioners was scheduled to send to City Hall this week a proposal boosting the starting salaries of officers from 50,000 to 60,000 a year. Mayor Lucas says he's in favor of the $10,000 but claims that the real debate is over where the city can find the money to pay for it. Now the salary boost is expected to cost Eric around 10 to $15 million a year. Now I was just looking at the latest budget, that's over $2 billion a year and they can't find the money?
4: No. If, If they don't want to find it, they can't find it. If they juggle things around and say they can't find the money, Uh, They can't find it, but what's the extra $10,000 going to do? Is that going to attract more police officers with no plan on what to do? The problem with the police department is lack of leadership that has a vision because they said uh, a year ago or two years ago, oh, well, let's get people from outside. You don't have to live in Kansas City, and that's going to have people tearing down the doors to be a police officer. But again, the police officers that I talk to, they all say it's a leadership problem and it's a disconnect between cities. City hall and the police department that's where the problem lies well,
3: and that gets into our favorite topic is we just don't have local control we have no idea how the police department's running its recruiting <laughs> etc and i got to tell you if if there is a proposal out there to increase the starting wages by 10 grand, it should be part of negotiations with the police union and getting some concessions from them about allowing more freedom to manage the officers. I mean, you just we've been throwing a lot of money at police and fire for many years and not getting much in our, uh, in return.
1: Police and fire in Kansas City, Missouri make up 65 to 70% of the budget year after year after year. The Kansas City Police Department budget has gone up every year that I have been here. There was a recruitment issue in 2020. We need more money to have bigger recruitment classes. They just had the biggest recruitment class they've had in history. And still, we don't have enough officers, right? The challenge for me becomes, if you want the $10,000 more for starting salaries for police, I don't think anybody takes issue with that. But then doesn't that, does that not come out of the already highest budget you've ever had in history? The last thing I will add to this point, my colleague, uh, Caitlin Canute just did a big investigation over at 41 last month, Kansas city police department has paid more than $10 million in settlements, 99% of it for excessive force in the last 18 months or so. So that money comes out of the budget. So when you talk about things like every time there's an additional expenditure, you come to the taxpayers, I, we all recognize it's a tough time for police. It's a tough time in the community. This is a hard job, but that don't really have anything to do with the fact that every year the budget goes up and every year we get the same, same complaints.
0: Speaking of law enforcement, have you noticed our police chief seem to be falling like flies just a couple of weeks after the Overland Park police chief resigns, the top cop in Marion, Kansas, has hung up his badge after making national headlines over a police raid of the town's newspaper. Gideon Cody was a former senior ranking officer in the Kansas City Police Department before grabbing the national news spotlight. Are there broader lessons here Dave Helling, we'll learn this week from his resignation? Don't raid newspaper offices.
2: That's, a you know, the or TV newsrooms, which I've been a part of as well, trust me. Um, uh, you know, that the, the First Amendment means something. And if you violate it in a way that the, it appears to have been violated in Marion, uh,
0: you'll pay a penalty. And the city in Marion didn't actually do any background checks on him beforehand. They just hired him.
3: But that happens quite a lot yes. in lots of professions, though, right. doesn't it, Kevin? Well, I, well I, I do know that this guy was almost ready to be kicked out of the Kansas City Police Department. So I don't know how much vetting they did before they brought him on board there. And yeah, he, 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 I mean, incompetence, in whatever job you'd like to think Washington excluded, unfortunately, these days, seems to lead to uh, somebody getting fired. And this guy does not sound like he was ready for prime time when he was here or there. The biggest news story of the week involved an historic voting Congress
0: to oust House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. While there are a thousand places you can turn to to find out what happened and what's next, did you notice that Kansas City area Congressman Mark Alford seemed to get more attention than anyone else in the inevitable media frenzy over the story after saying that the House needed a marriage counselor, the former Fox 4 news anchor, was booked on pretty much every news network and cable news show. It should be noted that no Kansas or Missouri Republicans voted to remove the House Speaker, but Kansas City Democrats Sharice Stavits and Emanuel Cleaver did vote to ditch McCarthy. This is a decidedly national story, but does it have a local ripple effect, Dave Helling, we may be overlooking at this point? Well,
2: it's not limited to Washington. We see the same thing oh. in Jefferson City. Amen. We see the same thing in Topeka, and we'll see it in 2024. Nick, that That's really the local impact is this idea of a fringe wing of the Republican Party controlling the agenda to the detriment of some effort to reach consensus is very true in the state legislatures in our region just as,
0: as, as it is true in Washington, D.C. Two years ago this week, uh, Mark Alford, by the way, was still reading a teleprompter in Kansas City over at Fox 4 News. Uh, have you got an announcement to let us know about?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> no, I like being where I'm at. Okay. I vote and it's, it's always a possi- It oh, says oh,
0: something about mean? the possibility. But She's going on the road to follow The youngs. idea
2: <laughs> of former TV reporters and anchors running for public office is everywhere. I mean, yeah. Carrie Lake in Arizona and Mark Alford. I mean, it has happens a lot
0: we don't get newspaper
3: guys running for higher office we're just (laughs) because it actually
0: requires (laughs) votes Uh, okay all right have you seen those ads for viking river cruises
4: exploring the heart of historic europe with viking you'll get closer to iconic landmarks to local life and legendary treasures
0: This could already be on your bucket list for one of your big vacations, sipping wine while some of Europe's great capitals pass slowly by. What if you could actually get on board in Kansas City? Port KC says the global river cruise company could be adding a stop in Kansas City. I'm assuming you're not going from Kansas City to Amsterdam or Kansas City to Paris and Prague. What is being proposed here, Kevin?
3: It's a very modest situation right now. Uh, What do you mean modest? Well, this is a big deal. Let's just say here's what's going on port kc has been approached by a river cruise operator yes there are three major ones in the united states viking being one of them that currently runs cruises on the mississippi and the ohio river and they're thinking about extending it down the missouri and seeing if kansas city would be available as a port of call so they're being asked to investigate building a dock, which would not be an expensive thing, where these folks could be on the river cruise, they could stop off in Herman and Lexington and all these little towns that are along the Missouri River, come to Kansas City, get off the boat, and they're really intrigued with the fact that older tourists with Lots of money usually are on these river cruises, and then they could take little buses out to the Truman Library, to the Negro League Baseball Hall of Fame, or hop on the streetcar and go downtown or to the plaza. So it's it's a it's a really interesting tourism. I, I was in that I
0: was looking at a Viking brochure. They actually already have a 12-day cruise that goes through the heartland, as as Kevin points out. It already stops in St. Louis and Hannibal. So it doesn't seem to be too much of a leap to say, let's, let's have a sip wine as we're wandering around (laughs) uh, Kansas City on the Missouri River. Does it, Eric?
4: I guess not. I, it wouldn't be anything that I would want to invest a lot of money in. When I think of cruise ships and those kind of things, I think about going to other countries and well, enjoying but, them, but not but just going we be able from Leeward, though, Kansas made to it Kansas, Kansas when we City. Have,
0: <laughs> when we have boatloads of Germans and Japanese and British people coming in on a cruise ship to Kansas City, you can forget about the World Cup. This would be it, wouldn't
1: it? To be honest with you,
0: I'm a person who
1: is a believer it's not going to cost a lot. They reached out to us as a city. Right. So why not explore it oh, if it's going to be another revenue stream? Plus, the Kansas City current stadium is going to be built up there. Uh, maybe a casino one day. That's how you really get. The Dave, cash. I
0: remember I, I, I dated my wife in 1988 and I first came to Kansas City. We took a little riverboat steamer yeah, in downtown right, Kansas City. Right. And it was just an industrial wasteland. Remember, oh, you know, things have changed
2: it from call point This is a little more down, attractive. And the now. whole idea of the riverboat casinos was we're going to cruise up and down the Missouri. And we found out quickly that the Missouri is a dangerous river. It flows very quickly, and you need all sorts of rescue equipment and other things if you're gonna have boats in the area. That's why
3: the casinos are all in moats. Uh, you know, I'm not a native of Kansas City, but when I had that story, the Facebook lit up uh, page with all these people <laughs> uh, who remember there sure. was a jazz cruise on, the, on the Missouri River, yeah, yeah. Uh, and many people wonder why we don't have marinas and other boating. I've heard that the current's tough, but, you know, I used to live in Omaha and the Missouri River is not that much different up there and they have a quite an active boating, but this would be exclusively for cruises. And and to get to your point, Eric, I mean, we're talking about people from Germany and Wales to come see you. And uh, who would who love to do that kind of tourism? Now,
1: y'all know millennials are not getting on these
0: riverboat cruises. Now, when you put a, story, uh, a show like this together every week, you can't get to every story grabbing the headlines. What was the big local story we missed? A manager of a Chipotle in Lenexa making national news as he rips off a Muslim employee's head covering. Is the Ford assembly plant in KC next to close as the UAW strike expands? Local auto mechanics say they're already feeling the effects as they struggle to get parts for their customers. Kansas City has experienced plenty of trash problems over the years, now it's Johnson County's turn. Neighborhood leaders in Shawnee, Lenexa, Overland Park and Prairie Village all complaining of rotting garbage and vermin problems. Some residents say trash company Republic hasn't picked up the trash in three weeks. Kansas City officially launches a new professional sport, Taylor Swift Spotting. Will she show up at this weekend's Chiefs game? Meanwhile, if you were ever in doubt that the Swift effect was real, KU expanding its class called the sociology of Taylor Swift. What might seem frivolous or maybe a waste of time and money on the surface is actually deeply meaningful to people. Beyoncé not the only celeb in town. Cardi B spotted a Town Topic buying food for fans. And parades in Kansas City are going to be an awful lot different in Kansas City from now on. The Marching Cobras disband after 54 years. And the Royals may have wrapped up a 106-loss season, but guess what? The team says attendance was slightly up this year, up 1% on last year. Not so, the TV ratings down 30%, the second biggest drop in viewership in
3: Major League Baseball. All righty, Kevin Collison, did you pick one of those stories or something completely different? Yeah. As much as I'm gonna miss the Cobras, uh, I do think uh, there was uh, information that came out this week about this proposed South Loop project that would cover the downtown freeway, four blocks with a park. Uh, You take it all with a grain of salt, but it did um, prod out some information about a couple of major apartment projects that their developers say, if you build this park, we will move ahead with this. We're talking $850 million worth of stuff. And all
0: built before the World Cup comes here in 2026.
3: Which sounds a little tough, but we'll see. Uh, Eric.
4: I said the Cobras and, and my front page story this last in last week's paper was the central city economic development mm-hmm. sales tax yeah. and how the board gets beat up for the issues of that tax and it's not moving the way it should be. But all roads point to City Hall, not being able to move contracts. And it wasn't just a CCED, but you got the Housing Development Trust Fund, no contracts there. Rebuild KC, no contracts there. So what needs to be done at City Hall to get these contracts done to get development projects implemented in the city? percent
2: no Renewal will come up fairly quickly yeah, I think, and are. that's going to be a difficult thing. But my missed story is uh, the state of Kansas reported a huge budget surplus for next year, going into next year, more than $2 billion, That which is a miracle compared to where it was 10 years ago when we were all lamenting the, mm. the potential bankruptcy of Kansas. The pressure in Kansas and Missouri to cut property taxes next year will be a major story in both state
1: counties. And dear Wall. I have to pick two. The Cobras. What a legacy. What a story. We have not gotten more emails on a community story. I mean, that I can remember. The other one... The fact that Cardi B is roaming in the crossroads at Town Topic. I'm, I, I mean, what what universe am I in that Cardi B is walking the streets of Kansas City at Town Topic? Bob
2: Dylan played the Midland, too, for those of us who are over the age <laughs> yes. of 65.
1: So I was thinking, actually, dear,
2: yeah, when as you as well. said that,
0: <laughs> 93% of our audience were saying yes on Tom Jones, and 93% of our audience oh, was saying, no. Cardi, Cardi like, who? <laughs> you know what I'm going to tell right. you right okay, now. All right. I know
1: they're going to let you know. Circle okay.
0: <laughs> all right. And on that, we will say our Week has been reviewed courtesy of 41 News anchor Dia Wall and from City Scene KC Kevin Collison from the Helmet Next Page KC Eric Wesson and former star newsman Dave Helling and I'm McHains from all of us here at Kansas City PBS. Be well, keep calm and carry on. <laughs>